pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree. Oh my God. This ball's thrown and Tyree just goes up for it like a basketball player. Harrison trying to knock it down. That's a great catch by David Tyree. Good evening, my love. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Look good. Want you back that thing up. <laughs> I'm just saying. This is the Catch the Moment family edition. Ooh. We're at a really interesting place in our child rearing. We Did are. you agree? Yeah, I can hear them. <laughs> I know. It sounds pretty bad. They're upstairs stomping. Yep. Stomp the yard up here. Okay. Because I'm trying to... Like, conceptualize what they could possibly be doing. The trying, more I think about it, the more angry I get. Trying to actually. destroy our peace. <laughs> Pretty much. But, yeah. I don't know. It's felt, it's felt this way for a long time. It's just been a long time we talked about it, right? Just all this Yeah, I think we only did one time. One time we talked about the whole... That's because we were having a moment. Dealing we were having, these, like, a real moment. Dealing with these... Did we even, I don't even know if we dropped that episode. I guess we, we did. did. Yeah, we did. We dropped we did that. Drop it. We dropped that hot fire, this teenage... Nah, man, it's so good. It's, it's this called is the fun. Blood, Sweat, and Tears uh, episodes. The addition. So think about it. We became parents at 20... 21. <laughs> Let me help you. It like need a little help right there. Became parents at 21. Mm -hmm. Here we are at 43. Mm -hmm. See that? You. you got me? Yeah. And so, I mean, a lot has happened, but a lot has changed. Oh, gosh. And man. who we were when we began Far is cry. definitely not who we are today. Yeah. So I was kind of just thinking about, like, the journey, the parenting journey. Mm -hmm. And it's expected, right? You, you have... Your first kid, it's the first time you ever yeah. committed to somebody. It's the first time doing it. Yeah. You know, shout out to every firstborn. Mm -hmm. big, okay. It's called trial and error. Okay, crash test <laughs> dummies out here. <laughs> Even good parents yes. still crash test dummies. It's the first time. Isn't it funny? And I wasn't the first in my family. So. No, I was the last. Right. <laughs> When I think about being like mom, me being a mom then and me being a mom today, man, um, has definitely, I've been translated <laughs> to say the least. Not transformed, translated. Translated. Going from one place to another yes. place. Yes. Yes. Fantastic. No, it's definitely been a massive evolution. You know, I mean, oh gosh. That's why I love my son. That's why I love my firstborn, Tayon. I mean, he really does have a lot of grace on him. Because <laughs> we needed that grace, I promise. <laughs> Joking up, carrying a little baby around on, on campus in Syracuse, New York. He was a G. It's called mission. Okay, so let me... Mission-minded. Let, let me take one minute to tell you about this this woman here. Finds out we pregnant going into senior year. Look, guys, I was really trying not to be a statistic. I was really trying <laughs> to not drop out because I had to be the first to graduate college. You talk about, I already knew I had a winner. I mean, she black, half black, half Puerto Rican. You just like them pork chops, be honest. No, listen, no, it was some fried pork chops. pork chops. Yes, it was. It was the rice and gondolas. <laughs> it was the rice and gondolas. It was I mean, the starch. The pork chops was nice. It was a nice addition. I, it was I the barely saltiness. ate pork, though. It was that salty, skinny pork chop. But, baby, let me tell you. Okay, so she was already a winner. She get pregnant. 
we make this tough decision. We go, we steamroll ahead and carry the baby on campus, come back in the fall. The date was like December 12th, right? Like that was like the um, the anticipate, like the due date. Kind yeah, of, it definitely was. Right around finals. Or... She's on campus the whole time, eight to nine months pregnant, finishes. Nine to 10 months. Finishes, finishes finals. Drops Tayon on the on the winter break like he was an album. <laughs> Tayon William Robert I coming to you during the winter break. You know I what I'm saying? Son? Drops him on the winter break. Comes back spring semester. No problem. Plan of action. We're parents. We're <laughs> on Syracuse University. Seriously. <laughs> we like what we have to do is make it to me. <laughs> no rest. No stops. You know, that's why she got the old school nickname. But, you know, we redeemed it. Can't stop. Won't right. stop. You redeemed it. You redeemed it. You redeemed it, baby. All we things did. new. So, so, so talk about, you know, just obviously. <clears throat> it's definitely. It's been. It's been. Graduations, it's been it moving has. on up. It's been it's been all kinds of changes. Listen, we got adults around here. I mean, I want to, you know, okay, <laughs> we have Tayon. Then about two and a half years to three years later, we have Josiah. Yeah, right. Then game changer. We go from two to four with the twins. Mm-hmm. Then was, we decide that was a sailor right there, though. You know. <laughs> We come across some nut jobs who love Jesus. And everybody asks, everybody always asks us, did we want a big family? Now, I will say I definitely wanted four. I think you wanted three, mm -hmm. but you skipped over that. So we understood that wasn't the will of God. That wasn't, that wasn't God's plan. <laughs> I never even got a chance to experience three. Right. I never got a chance to put my foot down. I feel like I'm living this out like it's Groundhog's Day. I cannot. I've been trying to put my foot down since I met you. I can't. Ridiculous. And then we decided that we were going to be open to having a bigger family. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. we just really felt moved by God to just, okay, we're not going to be the two and a half kids with a picket fence. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to really, we were going to believe God and let's, let's have some kids. She tricked me. Now, I, <laughs> I kind of did trick you. Not she, really trick you. Conviction. It, but, it was a, it was a holy conviction. It was. But I, I kind of went for the ride. I'm like, so that means we're going to keep having that, sex? And you... <laughs> I mean, I get the dump. I'm just dump. No. <laughs> but you know what? I did see the value in the denial of having children. I mean, like, and it sounds like this really hard thing because it's such a beautiful thing, but being responsible brought for... I understood the maturity yes. in the exchange of raising, a, of, of nurturing a family. And that's kind of what allowed me to be so open to, to right. some of the convictions. It was, it was good. It was. So when we have that's Solomon. Solomon. That's it. right. 2010. Bang, bang. There you go. I call and them post-career kids. They came yes. like, you know. They came quick, it feels like. <laughs> he did. And then a year later, we have Samuel and finally Alina. Bye. Because at six, I was mentally done. I was like, I'm good. I, and I felt like you kind of, we had an agreement, but we just wasn't, I wasn't trying to go get my nuts clipped, y'all. You know, just being honest. You know, I, I have some old school caveman tendencies. And, you know, I can't even act like, you know, I feel I feel free. I'm still out here. She looking good. I'm still, 
you know, she still got the pheromones going. I'm, everything's, but it, I feel like it was a difference. I, something happened. There was a transaction when they stepped me. And I'm like, I lost a little bit of the, the R. It was like, I still got R, but it's like, ah. You know what I'm <laughs> Nah, man, but, you know, God God tricked me for Alina. I felt like, I, I, no, baby. I can't blame Stop you. Stop blaming the Lord. Yeah, I did blame. I blame the Lord. I blame the Lord. It's okay. I, I'm free. Me and, God, me and Jesus have a relationship. I talked to him about it already. <laughs> I, I feel like you should be able to get a pass. You just, you know, leave it in there one time. You shouldn't automatically have a kid with one transaction. No, you. Know. you. That's the things that happen to you and me by default. So we slide Alina in there. <laughs> Literally. 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 And that was probably for me, that was like... You got to worry about it for you. I was going straight to it. <laughs> that was the the cherry on the top. <laughs> I was like, okay, is this cake going to stay put get, together? It was Sunday. That was a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Seven days, seven kids. <laughs> Seriously. It was all done. But it was all good. And we also, at the time, we decided, well, we had already been homeschooling. That's right. So when I think about um, as the years progressed... We're homeschooling, and I really feel like, let me ask you this. Do you think parenting now versus parenting when they're younger, do you, do you think, which one do you feel like is easier? For me, it's, it's now. Now is easier for you? Obviously, through the earliest years, I would, I would say like one through six, one through seven, so much nurture, so much, you know, you know like children a little more tender, and I'm a little more abrasive. You know, like I think men in general, I think we have we know we have the ability. And, you know, of course, you know, even with your boys, you want to get out there and play with your boys and, and all that all and some of those things. But depending on what your life looks like is what allows you to be able to do those things. So I feel like once you get to the, you know, some of these ages as they start maturing and they're developing their own interests, it's, it's a lot more meaningful to me to facilitate that, give understanding, give more guidance and develop. I guess that's kind of who I, that's a little bit of to who I am by nature. But um, as far as easier, it's hard not to say that the, them being younger is easier. You know? Yeah. Yeah, easier is the key word. Easier is the key word. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's not, you know, <clears throat> yeah, I guess I've never been into easy things. That's why I got seven kids. <laughs> easier meaning, I mean, when I compare the two, is that, Maybe it's just maybe from a mother's perspective, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Which is mothers tend to want to be nurturing. They want to uh, provide that security sure. and all of those things. And that seems more attainable when they're younger. My levels of engagement, what gets me excited is seeing them come into their own, right? Like in, in their... In a, in, 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 it's exciting. It can be exciting or it can be scary depending yeah. on the day it is. Yeah, I'm not much threatened by it. I mean, like, you know, when you see things that you don't like, you just, you got to figure out the best way to, <laughs> to but facilitate. But sometimes, all right, sometimes you can see things you don't like, mm -hmm. but those things are directly related to you. Yeah. So how do you deal with that? Your child is the constant reminder is everything that you are and everything that you're not. Right? So I think having that awareness, I'm never distanced from it. So when I see behaviors that could be associated with mine, even behaviors that are negative, that could be associated with mine is getting them to own up to their actions, but also taking account for, you know, if it's something that's, you know, I want to say hypocritical, but, you know, like, I think 
the good thing about our home, I can speak for our home, is that we're living consistent with our beliefs, right? Like, and I think that is what allows us to demand certain certain means of change or certain means of growth and create, hopefully, you know, a healthy dialogue or a command of obedience or just, you know, but if it's associated with me, it's just like there's something I need to change or, mm-hmm. or there's something I need to do that's, that better positions them to flourish. I'm not threatened because it's my devil or whatever or my, mm-hmm. or my genes. It's just I have the awareness. That means I can pray through it, work through it. Mm-hmm. But I, I kind of thrive off of some of those challenges internally. But, yeah, some things you just never want to see. Some things you know, you, you know. Some things you never want to see. I was thinking that, like you said, sometimes they can be a great reflection of yeah. you. So even when I was saying, like, who I was then compared to who I'm still becoming. Sure. I could see the effect of Leila at 21 on mm-hmm. a Tayon versus... Leila at 43 on mm-hmm. the twins. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just the growth and, and I, and just honestly normalizing it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's, it's pretty normal it's and not, to. you know, and not getting <clears throat> stuck that even when, like you said, even when you encounter perhaps things, habits, ways. Yeah. Right. That you can actually course correct them. You could be honest. Cause sometimes we don't want to be honest about it. Yeah. Um, because we do feel like, oh my, like it can be a very direct yeah. reflection of <clears throat> ourselves. You know, one of the quickest lessons I learned was, you know, this was our first few years having Tayon. You know, we were separated for a little while. And, um, you know, when, you, when you're 22 years old, 23 years old, you know, you're trying to regain, you know, and you have a child, you're trying to regain good times. Right. Like I'm speaking from my my standpoint, you're responsible, but, you know, you got grandma in there and you watch Tam. So Tam grew up with in front of the television for the first two years. Like anytime there was a moment to get back time, put on the TV, he enjoys it. He's locked in. And that's one of my biggest regrets, because I felt like we I created a passive disposition in my son that. I had to try to work so hard, even through his teen years. And then you have the emerging rise of technology mm-hmm. that I couldn't even fight against because it was a cultural paradigm. So in his youngest years, I sat him in front of SpongeBob season one and season two. And, you know, even when we kind of come off the dose, you know, you know, it's like yeah, entertainment's yeah. a part of it. Of course. But no, that, that's like, that's my doing. Like, like mm-hmm. that's my doing because of my lack of understanding, my lack mm-hmm. of awareness. You know, we perish for lack of knowledge. Right. And that kind of created something um, that that was unpleasing mm-hmm. to me as a father, as a yes. man, that it, it was like course correcting was took the whole duration of right. of his, you know, of, of his uh, within our home, you know, just right. just just serving my son. And, and then so, yeah, it, it's, it's real. The impact is yes. real. You have to find, you know, you have to be able to be honest about it. Right. You know. You know, like we don't get a chance to choose the response. Yes. You know, to whatever mm-hmm. things that we sometimes introduce. It's like one person drinks and they never drink again. Another right. person drinks, right? And they're they're on the bottle for the rest of their life. And I think it's like that with many things that mm-hmm. we can introduce our to our children. You know, it kind of reminds me of the the reality of how important it is to train. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I think child rearing is. 
you know, it can be a challenge because of the need for training. Yeah. Like we would like to kind of think that things are just in there and they're just going to be deposited somehow by mm. osmosis. But the truth is, unless someone is born with innate abilities, which is possible. Sure. Um, just from us, I mean, we've had seven kids and we've seen, you know, I could say, oh, Tan, he's pretty much, you know, a, a self-learner. But Josiah was nothing like that. He was the complete opposite of that. But being able to, as a parent, like I have to, there's work to be done. So it kind of reminds me because recently with the girls, mm -hmm. so I have, to, we have twin girls, they're 15, they're going into their junior year and I really wanted them to get this internship or some shadowing experience so they can kind of get out there and talk to people and get some hands-on experience. That's not just youtube.com. But what I had them do, I said, you're going to have to call all of the vision centers. You're going to have to call all of the veterinarian. But what did I have to do? I had to literally train them on what are you going to say mm -hmm. when you, when, when you call, That's right. like giving them the blueprint or showing them like, okay, this is probably what you want to say. You want to sound confident you know what I mean? Uh, you want to ask questions, sure. things of that nature. And at least for my kids, that's an area that they need training in. That may sure. not be somebody else's, yeah, but the necessity of training, meaning if you want to see it, you're going to actually have to talk about it and you're going to have to do it. We say that. We say what gets talked about gets done. That's correct. Right? So whatever the emphasis is in your family paradigm is what, I think the children grab hold of as well. Absolutely. It's taught or caught, right? And so, you know, taught is by means of instruction and someone demonstrating and showing you themselves. Caught is environmental. And so, like, I, you know, we, we had so many of these conversations. Some people can be stimulated through a, an environment that provokes action, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I just... Easy thing for me is share my athletic journey. It didn't start until I moved to Montclair where kids did sports. I did sports because kids did sports. Social acclimation and I was, it created initiative in me. That very initiative for athletics creates initiative for me in relation to work. But um, again, if you're not teaching it though, and even sometimes if you're in the environment, it doesn't, it's not automatic. Correct. So, you know, you have to be, and we, like I said, these were things that we learned. We missed some opportunities. I, you know, I, I feel like I missed some opportunities even more so with the boys, just commitments in front office and trying to finagle the calendar not being as intentional or effective and just kind of owning that. Like, okay, maybe I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do it. How do you find people who can help you get mm -hmm. to these things? And you just kind of have to have a good amount of self-awareness of, of yourself as well as for your kids. I mean, like, what could they benefit from? Because most kids, like I said, they're not offering enough information, you know, because yeah. they might not know just right. yet. So exactly. when, you, when you take that extra step, it really positions them and empowers them. Yes. That's good. That's excellent. You did that, huh? You, you good. Didn't we get some good news with the girls, too? We did. They actually, uh, Sophia has an opportunity two days a week. She starts at the end of June. Come on, somebody. To shadow an um, optometrist. Bearing fruit. So I think she's going to, I think that's going to be great for her. Listen, man. And I'm looking for good news for, for, Hannah. for my lovely doublies. So any veterinarians out there, 
Okay, Holler. our girls are phenomenal. They're dynamic. They're wonderful. They're just wonderful. Okay, anyone, listen, they meet them one time, they love them. <laughs> they meet them one time, they love them. But, but I realized how important that, I mean, training is literally everywhere. Training to get out, take out the garbage. Training to clean. You know, now yeah. I get back in our day when... That Saturday would be a cleaning day. Man, listen, at least I don't know that? if it's in every family, every community. It? But that was like first. I think it, it killed two birds with one stone. One is the house is getting clean, but I think it also provided that sense of family. Mm-hmm. You know, a, 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 a sense time of duty where you all, too. Yes, that we're all doing this together. Everybody's doing their part. Hey guys, looking for an edge in sports betting? Our sponsor, Betting.us, has you covered. Get expert analysis betting tips, and up-to-date odds all in one place. Bet smarter with betting.us, the ultimate sports betting destination. Listen, it's, it's probably one of the biggest, you know, um, and I, I I would venture to believe that it's, it's a breakdown. Like, most people are delegating, cleaning, out, yeah. outsourcing, cleaning in their homes. Everybody's trying to get their time back. Right. Um, everybody's determined that their time is worth Guilty. more. Yeah, and most... And, <laughs> And we don't give our children, we don't, you know, we, we have prioritized sports and activities and, and I get it. There's a, but there, there was something that was gained within the home, a sense of responsibility Mm -hmm. to the home, the family, and what we actually own ourselves, our home, our sense of worth and dignity in our space. And the fact that this is a priority Yes. when the house is clean, you can go about your business when this thing is spick and span then you can go about your business and it cultivated better humans. It did because it it really did put the priority at home. Mm -hmm. Like your, your home should be in order before you start dibbling and dabbling in other things and didn't put pleasure (laughs) in front of duty. Yeah. You know, so it goes back to training because sometimes, you know, even scripturally train a child in the way that he should go. And when he's older, he shall not depart. Training is, is intense. And I just want to remind, you know, all my people in this parenting, right? Training is intense. It's not like, you know, training camp, we used to leave to go to mm-hmm. another place. We used to leave our natural environment, go away to Albany to train for a month. It was called training. Boot camp, you're gone. You are removed because sometimes native environments create too many distractions to mm-hmm. produce the results that we're looking for. So Sometimes you have to be, you have to understand what the goal is in training mm-hmm. to get the results that are going to last a lifetime. Bam. Come on, somebody. That's how Message. it works. <laughs> That's literally how it works. But here we are now. Now, you know, obviously, Tan's been out of the house since the end of March. Tan's an airman. He is an airman. He is Got doing airman well. Is he doing well? Did he tell uh, you? Nah, you know, Did like you every time him? you find somebody in the military, you just want to salute them, even though ain't no reason to salute nobody. You Stop. know, just out here, just cheesing, saluting folk. But yeah. Did you ask him how he's doing? I did. I, I talked to Tayon today, y'all. You know, it won't be today when you hear this episode, but, you know. <laughs> Hopefully we spoke to him. Hopefully we spoke to him today. <laughs> man, he's, he, he's, he's good, man. Like, he's task-oriented. Just like you said, Tayon is, if you, if you line him up, he'll knock him down. Right, he has a you know, you you put too much on his plate. It can be it can be challenging, but he's now rising to it because he has focus. He's in an environment where there's clear direction. Mm-hmm. He's flourishing, kind of as we anticipated. You know, once mm-hmm. we arrived to the Air Force, we anticipated that he would flourish, and and I think that's what's happened. I, I got him. I broke down. 
I know, saw it. What I did broke you down. order? I ordered Tayon a PS5, you know. And <laughs> so I would never order my son a PS5 under my own roof. <laughs> but now that he is on his own, you know, like, it's because I would get him a gift that wouldn't destroy him when he's under my home because, but now that he's an adult with a job, gaining skills, I had to get him a gift that was something for him. And he communicated that if he could have any console, he would get a PS5. So that's what good fathers do. We, we had, we had that, was a, that was a transition gift. Mm-hmm. That was a transition gift, something that would be meaningful, all about him, not about me. I, now I'm back to giving them something. If anything, the next one is going to be something I think is beneficial. <laughs> right. But that one was for him. You heard that, y'all? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in trouble. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. I love it. Um, so we have that. Josiah just graduated. Yeah, man. He's feeling real good right now. But he don't know that adult life is going to <laughs> tear I think, you up. I think no, he knows, it, but it's, it's about to get real. He's excited. But you know what I've seen? I mean, it's nothing like an accomplishment. It is. Honestly. And it doesn't matter how big or how small it is. No. Nah. Because, you it's know, true. it's not like he didn't graduate from college. I mean, we expected him to graduate high school. Dude's but, br- the dude's brilliant. But to to, to kind of cross that finish line. Yeah, finally. Yeah, finally. And it's been, a, mean, it's been a little rougher road yeah, for, for him. It yeah, has. it has. Hasn't been sh- straight. Um, hasn't been. It's a, been zigzag. Yeah, it's been a little. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a zigzag with him, you know? For real. And for all kinds of different reasons, you yes. know. But this was a massive year of maturity for him. Uh, stability, affirmation, some sobriety. Yeah. Just in like, man, I could be really good. I could have been better. Yes. Participated in sports. But I, but then he got it done. He just got whatever he needed. And it wasn't always easy. He was not always a happy camper. We like to mess with him, say he, he might have his period. Sometimes. He's emotional. He's an emotional young man. He's emotional. He wears his emotions on his sleeve. Kind of like macho man. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but you know what? It's like I said, some of us having some patience, recognizing differences. But I tell, I tell this joke, I say, hey, listen, man, the more likable you are, the more people are willing to deal with you. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting around them having straight shooter conversation because, you know, if, if you out here just, you know, making the atmosphere, stinking up the atmosphere, I'm like, you're going to shorten the leash. I'm like, you know, no, no parent wants to send their children away. You know, there's this, there's this reality that happens, especially with young men, where we want to we get out and do and be and rule, have dominion. And um, that's kind of what happens with young men. It's like, man, they, they want to get out and fly sometimes before ahead of schedule. And ultimately, you want to see them fly. You want to see them do it in the best way. Like I said, I think we, you know, got a nice little plan of action. It's just yes. great to see them smiling. Yeah. He, he got so free. many people who I love him. He feels free now. <laughs> he went and empowered himself with a Nintendo Switch. He sure did. Because he's, you know, 18 years old. I'm like, listen, man, you got the right to go to jail and the right to vote. <laughs> hey, listen, man, Jews wanted to do one. <laughs> okay. But that's really what you have the right to do because I do separate, you know, the age from being, you know, you're, you're, you're a legal adult. Being a man is something totally different. Being a man is to be dutiful, being responsible, and it takes another man to tell you that you're a man. And um, but I'm just super proud yeah. that he's arriving and he's up to the task. I am too. I'm excited for him. 
So he's about to get his driver's license, yes? Yeah, that's the focal point. Yeah, because he can't, he can't apply for, <laughs> for any other job without one. And listen, I was without license leaving high school. Let me tell you something. When I met David Tyree, hey, 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 brother didn't have a license. We didn't have a car. What you talking about? I had bus tickets. New Jersey Transit. Just, okay. 34. Okay, I get, it. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. What you talking about, son? But you, but you got your license too late. Yeah, when you, I mean, what, what, what are we practicing on? That GP was not in the no, house? Well, you were obviously practicing on other people's cars is what you were doing. I wasn't. Without a license. Okay, you were working a job without a license. Not just me. I was willing to risk driving without a license because I was an idiot. I don't I'm Even though I didn't know how to drive. <laughs> because you can't tell nobody you can't drive when you're 18 years old in college. They didn't ask you for your license. But don't worry about this. I got this. When, you, when you're when you a crazy lunatic, hypocrite, you just sign up for the job. Can you drive? Hell yeah, I can drive. Of course I can drive. Babe, I no, cannot I believe you. Hey, listen, y'all, I worked at a car dealership with no light. I, I crashed about, I, I done messed up brand new cars up there in Syracuse. I know you did. It was like, get this Negro off my lot. <laughs> I don't even know how they let you do that. Hey, listen, man. We were Syracuse football. You know, it's terrible. Syracuse football. They was trying to get us summer jobs. We was up there. They wanted us up there for a summer. They had to get us a job. What about when you got out the car too soon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I mean, like, I think many people have done things like that. No, man, babe. We talk about many people. We talk about. I mean, you're dragging me up, but don't make it seem like it's uncommon. Like people don't forget to put the car in park. The problem is you didn't have a license. Ain't the problem. The problem is I got out the car with the car was still up and drive. So I'm getting to the liquor store, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because it's summertime. You know, hit up the LQ. I think it was Diesel's. I think yes. it was. My, I think my boy Lou yes. had a nice little expedition. You know, Miami Cats. They 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 roll big time. Yeah, I just rolled up, and you know, you, you know, you got your foot on the gas. I mean, you got your foot on the brake. Probably look for the wallet inside the little thing real quick. And you just, you just move it. Now, literally, the front door is like, it's one of those places where you park in front of the liquor store, and it's like right there. So I get out. I take about two steps forward. I realize the car is moving forward. I'm like, oh! <laughs> now, it's not moving that fast, and it's probably only, what, three feet, four feet until it hits the, yeah. hits the thing, but boom, that thing cracked. It didn't hit the glass. It hit the thing, but it vibrated and cracked the window at that liquor store. I was like, mm. <laughs> sugar. Sugar. Good sugar and cotton candy. <laughs> man, listen. Listen, man, I had all kind of dumb. <laughs> These are youthful stories. Moments of humiliation. <laughs> that we're all trying to save our kids from. Listen. Boy, I'm trying to tell you, I'm so my. This is why it's easier to deal with my son's mess. I'm like, listen, you got your own bag, but thank God you ain't got daddy's bag, okay? Because daddy's bag was dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> daddy's den of iniquity was dangerous. Truthful, but Truthful. yeah, man, like it's it's those things, man. It's just you know making irresponsible decisions that. How about like you not break the law? Right? That's you know, a good one. Yeah, it's like how about we not break the law? And I had wonderful parents. It's, it's just like when you're just a loose cannon and you're not giving clear insight and instruction, mm-hmm. then you know, it leaves gaps. It leaves gaps. I was a scary cat. 
You were. I really was. So wonderful. No, I'm just telling you, I was just, yeah. Actually, my brother was, he was a forerunner. So I didn't have now, listen, to. I'm trying not to I go knew, off tangent. We're no, talking about no. We're not going to talk about my brother. But he was dog. enough for me to just. I don't have to do all that. I just have to do what these people want and move <laughs> on with life. You know, I didn't be, want no problems. I'm going to be obedient. <laughs> I didn't want no problems. No, you were you were just a delight. Man, she took me on my feet, man. We supposed to be talking about these kids, man. Exactly, it's you. you. You're it's distracted. You. It's your You're distracted. This is her. It's I'm trying me. to. T- I'm trying it's to. Me. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's me. <laughs> it's you. She asked me about my former life. I didn't really ask. You did. Yeah, that's about the dumb decisions I made. See how she's undressing me and my stupidity. See how this goes. But guess what? I'm gonna address my stupid moment, letting um, you drive my car with no lights. Oh well, you know how that go, <laughs> you know. So, you, you know, know my, the best story behind that is, you know, back, you know, this was, this was in college in the early boy. 2000s. It was the Kings of Comedy that came out and it was, it was epic hit. And then, it, then not too long after the Queens of Comedy came out and it was like some more who's still out there in the com- comedy circuit. I can't even remember who the other ones was. I know. I know Monique. The, Monique was one. Yep, yeah, Monique sure. was one. And, um, you know, so, so Monique's still around. There was, it was two other ones, but, um. But Samoa had the funniest joke, and I felt so good when she said this joke. She said, you know the D is good. When you let that Negro drive and he ain't got no license, I was like, yes, yes, in the face, in the face. Okay, I was like, yes, that's me. Dave, you are so funny. That's a shameless, you know. Pass plug right there, man. Pure joy. Plug. I love it. Pure joy. But I had no license. Thank, but thankful to you, I was able to get my license. That's very true. And you got a lot of practice. I did. You did. I got good up there with you. You did. You were fine. Yeah, thank you. After those. That neon, man. God bless that neon. Mm. R.I.P. to the neon, man. I know. <laughs> yes. So what are you looking forward to most? Obviously, we have our two oldest sons. Have Sure. They're, they're embarking on adulthood. So now if it, it feels good to kind of just come behind them and support and and even to see them to look back and say like, hey, <laughs> so our life wasn't so jacked up. <laughs> you know, like my oldest son is starting to realize that, you know, we gave him some good stuff, you know, because <laughs> he's in the military. We, we about speak similar language. Yeah, that's high true. standards, and accountability and a lot of the things like that. I think what I'm most looking forward to is I'm I'm kind of in it, I, you know. Like when I stepped away, when when everything mm-hmm. happened in 2020, it took me a while to digest what was happening. You, you now all of a sudden it's full time business, and I think one of the things I really came away from was that God wanted me to be more available and more present with my boys, you know. And I think that more so with my, with my sons because of the need and the demand in certain stages. And I heard your pleas through the years, and I think I was just limited in my inability to address certain things with some of the, you know, some of the schedule challenges around the NFL calendar, blah, blah, blah. So short story, I just really feel, I'm excited about where we are right now, last couple of years. And um, we got the no days off summer with the, with the kids. So we working out in the morning. Right. So, you know, the, the whole Tyree Nation right now um, is working out with daddy. We got on the clock. Three to four days a week in the mornings. So even though they're in summertime, they don't get no days off. They got to put some work in. We put some physical work in. 
And then they can you know, kind of get, get into their summer days and try to find some productivity. The girls are moving in the right direction. And little mm-hmm. ones, we're going to kick up some activities as we move along. Mm-hmm. And again, um, J- Josiah getting, him, getting, getting his license squared away. You know, they take so much intention, right? So yeah, we feel like their calendars is kind of ruling our calendar often sometimes. Yeah, it begins to merge at some point. Mm-hmm. I mean, because things have to get done. So like you're saying, whether it's the license, whether it's getting the girls like, okay, right now we need to do this, this, and this because sure. we have to give them that extra push. And then don't forget, you can't expect what you don't, don't inspect. inspect. My biggest challenge has always been having to think for other people. Like I can do and support where <clears throat> where some of my liabilities were for for, for like Tayon and Josiah was they didn't they lacked some of the initiative the reminders hey dad I need to go drive if I'm like if I gotta think for you it's not gonna get done because I already got a, a rolodex of things in my brain that has to get done whether it's business whether it's you know serving serving God serving the kingdom whether it's you know I, I want to get a date night with my wife mm-hmm. I want to. I need to do this. I'm, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I got, I'm trying to lay a foundation for a business. And I got I to gotta get something on the calendar for you. And I got to think about it. So that was some of my weaknesses. But I'm, 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 I'm happy we steer clear now. It's not, it's not a calendar for him. We got, you know, it's easy to get things on the schedule during the day. But that's what I'm really excited about, mm-hmm. being present. And I've always been that kind of person where I'm, it's hard for, you know, out of sight, out of mind. But. I want to be able to give my attention and my presence to to what's what's actually before me versus um, having to focus so much attention to other things outside of it. I like being present with people mm-hmm. around. I don't like being disconnected in the midst of people. So I try to, you know, just give 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 my best. You know what I'm looking forward to? What are you looking forward to, beautiful? You're probably going to be shocked. I probably am. Because <laughs> it's nice to hear that you're looking forward to something. I'm looking forward to the kids competing. Well, you know, you used to ostracize competition, man. I'm so, I'm so. No, I didn't ostracize competition. No. I was too busy. There's <laughs> healthy competition and there's unhealthy competition. So I think most people focus on unhealthy competition. Really? I didn't feel that way, honestly. You know, I'm the efficient person, so I could easily not care about something. Because well, that's something, what I'm saying. Like when you don't, something, when you don't care about something, mm-hmm. the prospect of competing, right? It's right. like everything has. Yeah, because I'm like, we're not competing. What you're gonna do is get this Jesus. <laughs> that was tell right? the truth, right? So and they're gonna of, get that anyway. But to watch them this year compete, I know it did and, something. And not only that, but I think my kids are fantastic. I think they could win. <laughs> you understand? I don't. I don't. T- I, if I don't think I could win. Then You're I won't give any attention to it. Terrible. <laughs> I'm just saying it has to be another. It, it doesn't. I don't mean like that, no, but you I know, know what I mean. I know exactly. What like, so, but that's why but she I, don't step on a monopoly table. Is basically, <laughs> that's that's what that's all she said. <laughs> no, Ashton so, asked me for oh to gosh. come back, and I I decided in this season I'm coming back. <laughs> I'm coming back. We're gonna have a rematch. But um, my thing is that see, I'm the like train, train, train. So I I want to see them train. Oh, and train. it can't be me. No, it can't be. Because you're crazy. Why are you looking Because you're crazy. Okay, it can't be me. Okay. <laughs> but I want them. They Coach need some Tyree training. out here in these streets. I need some training. Coach Tyree out here in these streets. But I'm looking forward to that because I think me that too. that 
they they came that alive. they're good and that they can get they can get monumentally really good. better. Yes, yeah. there's so much room for growth, even where they're at now. There's a healthy health competition is healthy, and I think it's all about the environment that you're in, the kind of coaches and parents that you have. That's what's always brought me joy, and you know. I've seen some toxic environments just because mm-hmm. of me being an athlete. I've seen some amazing championship culture type environments, right? And that doesn't mean everybody's saying all the right things. It just means that the objectives are clear and the bonds are formed where everybody understands what the mission is, the well-being of mm-hmm. one another, and you know to kind of be willing to serve your your brother by giving your best effort and bringing your your mm-hmm. your best person to work every single day. So I'm excited for that cuz like awesome. that's that's really what's you know like competition in sports it can bring the best out of individuals in ways where they can ascend far beyond their individual efforts and accomplish something great. So awesome. that's great, man. Yeah. That's great. It's exciting times. And you know what? Actually probably in August you're going to have to sign the boys up for football if you want them to play this year. Because I think that's when the sign-up begins. She's putting the ball in my court now. Mm-hmm. Well, I know I got one that's super anxious. You know, I haven't talked to my other guy to see where his where his temperature is. Because football is a sport that, number one, I think you, you know, anybody can benefit from. I still love it. Still believe in it. Still <laughs> yeah. love being a part of it. But I'm like, it ain't for the faint heart. It is not for the faint heart. And if you don't have an understanding of that... It's like that's one of those things where it's, 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 it might not be good to step into that arena if you're not ready to be violent. Because it's. Mm, mm. Why? But these are, we're just kids. Mm. Huh? No, violent. It's a violent sport. <laughs> it's literally <laughs> controlled violence. Controlled violence. <laughs> controlled violence. Every movement is meant to be explosive and violent. And that's a great, great thing when it's channeled properly. It's the best team sport in the world. It produces. The good high testosterone men that we need overall in general. There's all kinds of different jokers in the locker room, but good stuff. I'm excited about it. You know, Tyree Nation's thriving, becoming along, and hopefully some of that insight helps some of these listeners. Awesome. You all good? I'm all good. Yes, you are. You might have to make sure you're better. You know. (laughs) Better, better. I just want you to know he's nasty. (laughs) 